This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. The Arizona Cardinals tight ends under a microscope in the spotlight. Why? Let's discuss. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked on Cardinals, Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Please go like, subscribe, YouTube channel. Turn notifications on. Season's coming. You need your insight. Um, I'm going to talk about the tight ends today for a reason um, that is important. We're going to discuss doing the simple things right, which I'll explain. We saw it during week one of the preseason and how you do the simple things mentally and physically is how you do the difficult things when things do inevitably get difficult. And do the Cardinals need to add any more free agents or is this kind of a giddy up situation? Let's kind of see what 2023 brings. We'll discuss all of it on today's episode of Locked On Cardinals. Uh, check me out tomorrow, Locked On NFL Thursday. Every week I'm with Tyler Rowland from Locked On Titans talking all the national NFL stories uh, again, your team every day, locked on NFL. So with Drew Petzig coming over from Cleveland and what he learned there under Kevin Stefanski and what the Cardinals skill position players are like on offense, it lends me to one conclusion. They're going to run the ball and they're going to use their tight ends a lot more than Cliff Kingsbury did. And when you see that Zach Ertz is now ready for football activity, will be you know, removed from the, the PUP list and in line to start week one, you're now looking at two large men in Zach Ertz and Trey McBride playing tight end for the Cardinals that could pay immediate dividends, especially if Clayton Toon starts, because there are fewer things. There are a few things that are more important to, I guess it's changed a little bit, but the old adage was the best things for a young quarterback is a good run game, a good tight end and a good defense. And when you have guys like Zach Ertz and Trey McBride, who the latter showed flashes towards the end of last season, had a couple touchdowns. Zach Ertz had 47 receptions for 400 yards and four scores before he got injured last year. It could be a lot worse for the Cardinals in the tight end position, coupled with the bevy of wide receivers that they do have. What it means and what the offense is going to look like is TBD. But from what we've seen so far, it's going to be a run-heavy offense. And I know we've only seen one preseason game. These are the reports that are out. And it will probably look different, a bit different, obviously, when Kyler Murray comes back. But the tight end position specifically is one that hasn't been a strong suit for the Cardinals. I think you just put a period there. You know, there were the Jermaine Gresham years. That was a Steve Kime special. Todd Heap. Heap up. Like, that was a long time ago. 
they haven't had a tight end that they could trust. Dan Arnold, Ricky Seals, Jones. They had four games combined in their tenure here that were that were above average. So when you have a Zach Ertz that got traded here for you know a sack of peanuts pretty much, and the drafting of Trey McBride when they you know should have drafted an edge rusher, an actual position of need, but now they have Trey McBride. You know, being able to utilize him and having him play meaningful snaps in a long season where the, as I've said multiple times, you know, the win-loss record is not going to be the metric for growth this season for the Cardinals and success. And Trey McBride has a prime opportunity to supplant Zach Ertz moving forward as tight end one for the Cardinals. I don't believe Zach Ertz has any money guaranteed to him by the Cardinals after this season. We'll see if he wants to go back to Philly. We'll see if he wants to sign a one-year deal and stay with the Cardinals and retire. We'll see if he wants to retire. We don't really know. I mean, Travis Kelsey is 100 years old, and he's still playing at elite level. Zach Ertz may have lost a little giddy-up, but remember, I think it was the first touchdown catch-and-run that he had was a 30-yard reception or 25-yard reception, a 40-yard run to the house to the left down the left side after he caught the ball coming across the middle. So Zach Ertz still has massive value, especially in the red zone. And you can have Trey McBride be the guy between the 20s. You know, it's something that the Cardinals haven't ever utilized really to the fullest. When Zach Ertz came over, they did. But the tight end position has never been one of strength for the Cardinals, at least over the last handful of seasons. So when you look at Drew Betson coming in with the Cleveland Brown influential, you know, uh, style of play, it seems like we're going to be seeing the Cardinals could be in a lot worse spot. So what do I think should be – I mean, and, and they're going to be running more 12 personnel, so you're going to see both Trey McBride and Zach Ertz on the field at the same time. Trey McBride is a great blocking tight end. His comp coming out of college was George Kittle. So when you have both of those guys on the field, that's one thing. But is this a year where you should try to see if Trey McBride's the guy? Give him more route runs. Give him more time on the field than Zach Ertz. Or is this going to be one where it's like Zach Ertz is going to be the guy until Trey McBride takes it from him or doesn't? And I think that it should be the former. This is what the theme of this year is. Find the stars. We know who Zach Ertz is. We know he's been an elite tight end in this league for a long time. We know he's coming off a major injury. We know that Trey McBride is going to be the tight end for the future. So why wait? Why wait? Zach Ertz loves being an Arizona Cardinal by all accounts. He loves living in Arizona. He and his wife live here. Like, why wait? You don't have to feed Zach Ertz just to appease his ego. That's not the kind of guy he is. I mean, it was three or four years ago when Dallas Goddard was getting the red zone targets from Carson Wentz, and Zach Ertz was the, was the workhorse between the 20s. But this isn't that, and it's not even close to that. So I'm starting Trey McBride. I'm giving him the, the lion's share of the reps until he shows that he's not a tight end one. There's no reason, just like the Colt McCoy and Clayton Toon conversation, there is zero reason why a veteran should get more run than the younger player behind him if the younger player behind him is playing at an NFL level. This is not a, oh, they're close, so let's – do the old faithful way of doing it and say, you know what? I know that this guy has this floor. So let's rely on that floor and get the production, even though it may be to B minus level. Trey McBride. I mean, what we saw, I think it was David Blau last year where they had 
they were cooking the last few games of the year. He got an uptick in targets, uptick in receptions, and it wasn't massive. I mean, he wasn't getting 10 targets a game. He was able to find the end zone a couple times. I remember there was one acrobatic one. I think it was against San Francisco in the last game of the year, I think, where he got in the end zone. Just like the Cole McCoy-Clayton Tune situation, I do not see a reason why. If Trey McBride is ready to take over that tight end one role, that he should have to wait. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Do the simple things right. What do I mean? You won't have to wait too long for me to discuss it. Uh, this episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Nutrafol. You don't have to choose between hair growth and your health. Nutrafol provides a whole body health approach for men that promotes uh, healthier hair, no drugs, no compromises just better hair. Men think losing their hair is inevitable. Take control of your hair's future with Nutrafol's science-backed hair growth supplement for men. Did you know that 80% of men will experience hair thinning in their lifetime? It's normal, but it doesn't have to be your fate. You can get ahead of thinning with Nutrafol. Men tired of weakening or thinning hair? Do you want to reach your full potential? Leading hair growth supplement Nutrafol helps improve your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Go to Nutrafol.com slash men to take their hair health wellness quiz. Identify causes of your thinning hair and Nutrafol will give you a personalized plan for better hair health through the whole body wellness. Nutrafol uh, supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of thinning, such as stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism through whole body health. And it works. In a clinical study, 84% of men showed improvement in their hair health after six months of taking Nutrafol's men hair growth supplements. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol's offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter promo code LOCKEDONNFL. Find out why 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com slash men, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com slash men, and enter promo code LOCKEDONNFL. That's Nutrafol.com slash men, promo code LOCKEDONNFL. Hey, we're getting close. Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Clancy's Corner. Please go to the YouTube channel, Locked On Arizona Cardinals. Turn the notifications on, hit a subscription, hit a like on the video. What we saw during the week one preseason game was functionality. Very few penalties, a complete change in demeanor. In just how the players held themselves on the field. It was just different. This is mental. This is physical. This is a new way of life that Arizona Cardinals, young and old, will be shocked into their system with, with Jonathan Gannon taking the charge and the you know prior regime no longer being found here. What I mean by do the simple things right is, this is what the camp and preseason is for, building the foundation. It's one of the phrases I discuss a lot. The old foundation was cracked and put together and kept together with Band-Aids and super glue. This is a brand new foundation, and it needs to be built slowly, methodically, and together. 
So, yes, it is easy to say in week one preseason, well, things look different. This is going to be different. It's going to be better. They're going to win in the future. Like all of those things, it's easy to say that now, of course. Obviously, absolutely. We're not really going to find out until week seven, week eight, week nine, if they're one and six. If the true bought-in nature that we saw in week one permeates and leaks and gets stronger in the regular season when things aren't going the way of the Arizona Cardinals, that's when you know it's solidified. That's when you know things are different because the metric for success during the 2023 season will not be directly tied to the win-loss record. Unless Kyler Murray comes back in week three or week four. And then if they, when Kyler Murray comes back, that's when all of the future will be told. If he comes back in week four and they're one and three and they end up only winning four games or something, Kyler Murray's not going to be quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals next year. So the future will be told that way. If he comes back and they win a bunch of games, he will be, and they're going to get a boatload for the picks that they already have in, in 2024. Chances are win-loss record is not going to be fantastic for the Cardinals in 2023. So what Jonathan Gannon is teaching – implementing and instilling in the players now and the coaches and the team as a whole will truly be tested regarding its strength and resonating ability. If the Cardinals start one and five and things stay the same, it's like bigger goal, bigger goal, get better. Don't look to 2024, get better in 2023 and then have the expectations in 2024 waiting for you. It's going to be a very difficult task for Jonathan Gannon, Andrew Petsy, and Nick Rollis. It's going to be very difficult. Coaching, I mean, obviously, it's a difficult thing to do. But first time, all first time coaches in the, in the position they're in, roster that's got doesn't have a starting quarterback, a lot of young guys devoid of talent in spots pretty severely with the task to completely regenerate a team that has been left for dead. Fun? Yeah. Exciting? Of course. Into my veins. But very daunting. Unless Jonathan Gannon's ready to do it. Unless Jonathan Gannon's, you know, yeah. It's going to take some time but I know exactly what's going to happen. I know exactly how I'm going to teach these players to relearn everything that they've learned about being an Arizona Cardinal and what it means. The one thing going against Jonathan Gannon here and the coaches, you know, the coaching, I, I talk about the coaches being a cabinet with Jonathan Gannon being the president because they're kind of learning as they go together with Jonathan Gannon as the face. The one thing going against Jonathan Gannon is he has all the opportunity to do it. And when you have that opportunity and a leash where chances are they're not going to be good in 2023 and maybe part of 2024, it's going to be a very young team for the next handful of years. You're going to find out pretty quickly if he doesn't have control over the team, it's going to be very, very clear. But 
what we saw right away from Cliff Kingsbury in week one against Detroit at home when Kyler Murray had to put the team on his shoulders and come back from a three-score deficit and was a Tremaine Brock dropped interception from getting a W in week one and Kyler Murray's first game was, Cliff Kingsbury was way over his head. Way over his head. Now, sure, first time as a head coach, first time in the NFL, first game, sure. That was a dumpster fire. So with Jonathan Gannon, week one preseason, I know it's not the regular season. I get everything it's, people are snickering about currently. It felt different. He's going to have the opportunity to continue to build that. And we're truly going to see what this team is made of and how much they believe and are bought in for now in the future if they lose four in a row to start the season. If they start one and six. It's going to be in the interviews. It's going to be in the practice. It's going to be the the demonstrative nature on the sideline or not. It's going to be emotion. It's going to be everything. It's a new world with the Arizona Cardinals. And Jonathan Gannon's leading the charge. And there's going to be no faking if what they're trying to build now turns into losing the team in the middle of the season with the first-year head coach and cabinet with the majority of people not being in the position they're in now at any point in their past. I think the former is going to happen. I think they're going to be great. I think this is exactly the team, exactly the set of coaches that are here to usher in the Arizona Cardinals 2.0. But they have all the opportunity. The eyes are going to be all on them. And you're going to tell, you're, you're going to be able to tell as they're losing games, Maybe. I mean, you know, chances are it's not going to be a great win-loss record. As they're losing games, what resolve this team has. And if they understand there's a bigger picture in place and it just get better. We'll see. We'll see. Should the Cardinals add any more free agents this offseason? I don't know. But, I mean, I do know what I was going to say. You don't know yet. We We will. Yeah. Final segment, Alex Clancy, Locked on Cardinals. So, we're getting closer. Kansas City, Saturday. You can check me out on the Bleacher Report app immediately following the game. Just go to Arizona Cardinals, and you'll see my big dumb face on the app. Given my instant reaction to what's hoping to be another, just a repeat performance of the drive and the passion. I want it to feel different again. Like the opposite of the Michael Scott, I'm ready to be heard again. I'm ready to be happy again. From that, I mean, I'm happy, but you know what I mean, from the game. Do the Cardinals need to add anybody else? I think this is simple. No. Let's roll. Like, they're, It's not like they're a piece away, or three, or five pieces away. What they've got is a perfect opportunity for young players to show that they could be potential stars. My number one goal for the Cardinals for 2023, if possible, if they house them now, is to find the stars out of the players that they have. Whether it be B.J. Oshilari, Garrett Williams when he comes back, Trey, uh, Trey McBride in his second year, Rondell Moore. Like, we need to see, and obviously Paris Johnson, like, we need to see 
who the stars are on this team moving forward. Because I have a feeling that those are going to be the focal point and the Cardinals won't have to draft a pass rusher in round one next season. I mean, I'm assuming that Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to be the guy. Michael Wilson's another one. I should have mentioned him. I can't. Yeah. Michael Wilson's a stud. If Michael Wilson's a stud and Kyler Murray doesn't come back, like Hollywood Brown ain't coming back if Kyler Murray's not here. You draft Marvin Harrison Jr., you have a brand new receiving court. Like there is so much that could happen that's predicated upon 2023, even though 2023 seems to be a pseudo loss year because they're not going to contend. Massive, ground-shattering um, ramifications from this season. Like, this is the beginning. 2024 is the start. Like, 2023 is the preseason for the Arizona Cardinals' future, and 2024 is week one. That's it. So do they need to add any more free agent? No. It, who cares? Like, it, it, at this point, doesn't matter. I feel terrible for Marlon Mack. I guess I'm not going to say anything about the grass because I get lit up when, oh, it's not the grass's fault. Oh, it's not the grass. Okay. It's fine. People around the league are saying the Cardinals, tur- you know, field is one of the worst in the NFL. It's fine. Brand new grass. Oh, it's grass. Yeah. Definitely not. Definitely not the uh, Cardinals fault. They don't need to add anybody else. Let's roll. Let's roll. LJ Collier looked great week one. Um, former Seattle Seahawk. He's sneaky young. LJ Collier, former first round pick, I believe. LJ Collier's 27 years old. Remember when I said the Cardinals need this to prove it year for the Cardinals? Prove it deals. That's a perfect example. They have to prove to free agents that they're different. All the while, that free agent needs to prove to the NFL that he deserves another contract. That's a perfect quintessential example. And if both are if both are positives at the end of the year, LJ Collier, the Cardinals found a diamond in the rough and they'll sign him to a three-year deal. That's what happens. Teams who do things the right way just luck into opportunities. So they don't need to go out and get anybody else. They don't need to bolster anything. The running back room is going to be what it is. I'm assuming that Corey, Corey Clement is going to be RB2. I mean, we'll see what Keandre can do. Um, they've got a bevy of wide receivers, tight ends. The offensive line is going to be better. We'll see what happens with Josh Jones, if Kevin Beecham can stay healthy, where they're going to play uh, John Gaines, where they're going to play Paris Johnson to start the year. This is it. This is the roster. Have a pretty good idea of who's going to make the roster. Like, I don't think there are any fringe guys like, oh, if that guy makes the roster, he's going to make a difference. It is not. We're grading on a curve this year, baby. And that's okay. Again, this is the slow rebuild from rock bottom. And this is arguably the best position the Cardinals have been in a decade for now and for the future. Alex Nancy, Lockdown Cardinals. Talk to you tomorrow.